Welcome to On Purpose, where we talk about how people find their purpose and maybe they're even doing it not only with a purpose, but on purpose. And today I'm always excited about my guests. I have Maury Elstein, who's a connector. So he's going to tell us what exactly that means and how he kind of got there. Hi, Maury. Good afternoon. Hi, welcome. Thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Okay. So, you know, I don't really hardly know you. So why don't you tell me a little bit about your, like, what you know, kind of a little bit about your growing up and what you've done in your life and then kind of how you got to where you are now. Born in Montreal, Canada. Oh, really? Yep. Moved to New York City, spent uh, three or four years there. Uh-huh. Moved to South Bend, Indiana, spent 13 years there, went to Indiana University, came to Chicago about 45 years ago. Wow. So is your family still in Montreal or is everyone? Well, actually, I, I have, do have 300 cousins in Montreal, but all my family has migrated to the States. I have uh, a wife who I've been married to for 41 years, two children. Nice. Two grandchildren. Well, my son lives here in Chicago in Lakeview. My daughter lives in Florida with my grandson. Okay. All right. So they all came to the United States. Now, this is a very not political show, but you might be having some mixed feelings about that at this moment, but we'll leave that for another podcast. Um, anyway, so uh, so you made your life here in, in America. So how did you end up in Chicago? Actually, that was a transition after the University of Indiana. This seemed like the perfect place to move because of you know the business interests. I started out working for three companies for three years. Each of those companies, Kraft Foods, Marymount Corporation, Corporation and Owens, Illinois. Mm -hmm. That's why I got my first uh, nine years worth of work experience here in the Chicagoland area. Uh huh. And Indiana was your major business, or did you always want to be in business? Or Indiana was my my college uh, education, and it was right. what we call a business course. So okay, gave us uh, credits in all of the business curriculum areas. Okay. So that was something you had always wanted to do was, or at least I don't know if you always did, but at least in your, in your formative years, when you were in college, you thought, I think I'm going to do something in business. I did indeed. Okay. And did you have any thought in your head, like what that would look like, or like, how did you end up at Kraft? And no, actually I didn't. I started out in human resources oh. being the top negotiator with the union for those three companies. Oh, and that was the first nine years and then went into management and production mm -hmm. and, and management and production in what venue or what kind of, what, like in what, what was that in what? Sure. So I started out in a manufacturing all steel welded lockers in Harvey, Illinois. I was president of a company there. Uh -huh. Stayed in that uh, position for six years. Moved into uh, publication into the city and mm. president of a company called the Chicago Directory, which was a directory that went in all the back of the cabs, 300,000 of them every month. Wow. About 92% of all the cabs, all the yellow and checker cabs are... Mayor Mayor Byrne came along and felt that we had a monopolistic control over advertising both inside and outside the cabs. Mm -hmm. The company was dissolved, and I went to work as president of the people who were actually printing that brochure and stayed there for 13 years. So that was in the direct mail business, the actual taking the inserts, putting them together in a piece of mail, tie, bag, sort, and send to the post office. Oh, my goodness. I... I remember getting many of those kinds of, I, of course, I'm a consumer. So I used to love saying, oh, what's what's new? What's on sale? What's a, what's available? So that's what you did back in the day. And do you remember while you were doing that? Like, did you did you feel like you loved it? Did it was this something that you enjoyed? What was going on for you? Like, I was very happy with that. I was involved in sales. 
became, of course, the number one salesman and then became vice president of sales for the company and then became vice president of the company. Okay. And then uh, along came two gentlemen who decided to start their own operation. And they came to me and said, no, we'd like you to come on board as president. We can't pay you (laughs) to have you start out with us. And uh, I took that challenge and that leap and grew the company from 10 employees and 10,000 square feet of space to 875 and 380,000 square feet. Oh, my goodness. And, and how long of a that's like amazing. And how long of a period of time? That took us about 11 and a half years and uh, mostly in the suburban area. And we sold that company about 18 years ago to Banta Press. Hmm. Okay. And while you were doing that, because that sounds like a huge undertaking to take it from, you know, what you said, 10,000 square feet to whatever it was and more employees, et cetera. Again, on the inside, did you feel like you're loving this? Like what was going on for you on the inside? I felt like there was something else that I, I really wanted to navigate towards in the sales world. Okay. And I wanted to try to develop that. And that really has become my business uh, for two other companies that I worked with after I sold my company and for my own company today, Mori Connect. Mm-hmm. So even then you were kind of thinking, I love sales and I love business, but I have something else more that I think I want to do. So, yeah. and what, what was that and how did you make that happen? And so I, I found early on in, in my sales career that, most leaders, presidents, and owners of company were lacking in a very important thing, and that was the understanding of the human assets they had. Mm. They knew the relationships they had. Mm-hmm. And what I learned was that if you are properly able to pay it forward using the relationships you have, you mm-hmm. can an empire that keeps you in the president-owner category. Uh-huh. And- allows you to build your strengths in virtually any kind of company. Mm-hmm. So there was something you you saw, even in, see, here's what I love is that when people are finding their passion and they know they're on purpose, it almost doesn't make any difference what that is. So here you are in sales. I can see just from how you're talking that you loved it, but you wanted to do something more, including the human component, which in many, many business people, I think you're so right on target ignore that. They just like, give me the bottom line number. So you saw beyond that, that there has, that there's a, um, a wealth here of potential. If you can get in touch with your relationships that you've built over the years. So I love it. That's correct, Janice. And uh, as a matter of fact, I hope to have a book published by the largest publisher in the world uh, in, within the next five or six months. And it's all about the human element, paying it forward and making people understand how value the how valuable their relationships are. First of all, I have unbelievable goosebumps because this is like, you know, I'm, for those who've listened, know that I'm into spirituality and and just everything that you're saying about the human soul. And that's kind of how we find our purpose and passion. And and I'm just going to say this, you seem like um, I'm in sales and, you know, I don't know you at all if you're conservative, whatever, but even, even that you're able, you know, and to, to have seen this, which I think is pretty, um, what do I want to say? I feel like a little bit ahead of, Maybe you're, I don't know if that's ahead of your time, but I just think it's, it's like unbelievable. And so how did, cause it's just like, I, I'm excited. Cause I just love that. You know, this about paying it forward and human relationships. So how did you put that into like a, I don't know, business model. I mean, business is not my thing, but let me hear. Well, what I learned was that most of us 
are in the same sales path as everybody else. We're, you know, we're fighting the new world and fighting to get to our new contacts. And if you are willing to understand the value of the people that you know, you can use that value to grow your company and grow an enterprise and network far beyond what most people do. So let me try to give you an example. Yes, please. Let me give you a little kind of a, a test if you'd like. Okay. We're to, to at home sometime after this podcast, take an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. Uh-huh. You were to draw a line down the center of that sheet. Okay. And on both sides of that line, I'd like you to take an inventory of all the people that you know that are called president, owner, managing partner, CEO. So okay. first thing is, this is going to give you an incredible opportunity to take a look at the world that you normally don't think about. Okay. And all the leaders and decision makers that you know. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were to take... And well, under- one is, I'll just say one is my husband, but go ahead. That's who popped in my head first, but go ahead. So if under each of those names, you were to put the name of the company uh-huh. and what the company does. Okay. Now I want you to go to the top of that list and I want you to take a pencil and I want you to draw a line to everybody on that list, whether they're on the same side of the list or the other side of the list, that you know that person would like to meet that could indeed be an advantage for the business growth of that company. Mm-hmm. That simple test gives you something that virtually nobody else has. And that's the opportunity to see how important your relationships are and how they can affect the world of business that you're in. Now, if you would take the next step and you were to call the first person on that list. Okay. Saying, let's call him John. Okay. It's Janice. I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about your company. More importantly, I've been thinking about what your company does. And recently I made a list of a lot of the people that I know that are decision makers in their company. And I thought of three people I think would really be valuable for you to meet. And I think could enhance your business opportunities. Okay. Like your permission to make those introductions. Now there's probably no John Doe in the world that's going to say no. I was going to say, I'm on board. Someone's going to help me personally or professionally. Yay. Now you hang up that phone. What do you think John is thinking to himself? Who do I know? Ah, <laughs> this is the number one quality. So John's saying, I remember Janice. She was really a sharp person, but we never ended up doing anything together. But here out of the blue, she calls me and wants me to, wants to help me pay it forward and grow my company. Mm-hmm. I've ever had this happen before. Opportunities are opportunities I would never have had if I didn't know Janice. And tonight, John's playing uh, poker with five guys who own their own companies. He plays poker every Tuesday night with those guys. And he says to them, you guys can't believe what happened to me. My friend Janice, who I haven't talked to in months, called me. And she said she wanted to make opportunities for me. Mm -hmm. Company, introductions that I don't know and people that I'd like to meet. Any of you guys like to meet Janice? And Love he it. does not want to meet Janet. <laughs> so what's happened is you propelled yourself into a situation where you paid it forward, mm-hmm. help people grow their company, and they want to do back for you exactly what you did for them. They want to make introductions to help you grow your company. 
And so now you have a whole new way of growing business, no longer chasing names, trying to make phone calls, trying to get interviews at the top of the game at the decision maker. You're getting those automatically because the friendships that you're developing, the relationships that are, you're developing are going to help you. And a whole new world opens up that you've never seen before. First of all, not to digress, this would be a great matchmaking uh, mechanism as well. Um, you never know who you might meet, you know, and fall in love to boot, but that's a sidebar. But but it's all about relationships. And so, yeah, go ahead. So that's how you started. You just made a list. I mean, how did you start your own connection business or whatever? When I left my company after selling it, uh -huh. I was going to retire. My wife had different ideas. <laughs> didn't include my being home 24 hours a day. I support your wife. Go ahead. <laughs> and so I decided to work for somebody, not to own or start another company. And I was offered a job with a friend of mine who had known for 23 years, who said, more, let's have breakfast. We had breakfast. He said, I'd like you to come work for me. Uh, I'd like you to take on senior vice president of the company and mm -hmm. get him in business development for my logistics companies. Now, I didn't even know how to spell logistics. <laughs> But Why we don't we tell the tell the listeners what logistics mean for those? I, I only know because I know someone that worked there, but go ahead. And many people don't. Is really the way of getting a product or service from one point to another. Right. Whether it's long haul across the country or it's local 50 mile delivery. Mm -hmm. It's the way of getting your services and product out to the world that you're selling to. Okay. So after quite a while uh, of conversation at breakfast, I said, yes. And uh, my friend left the breakfast table and I sat there saying to myself, what, what the heck did you just do? <laughs> I love you, the self-awareness, love it. You can't even spell logistics. You don't know who your first, first phone call should be. Mm -hmm. You call your good friend back and tell him this is not the right thing for you. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, Maury, 40 years of getting to know presidents and owners of companies, decision makers, what if you were to offer those friends of yours introductions uh -huh. to other friends of yours who are presidents and owners and you paid it forward? Could the possible payback be that they would introduce you to people who would know and need logistics? Mm -hmm. That's how it all started. And, and so that very first call, when, when you made your list, I don't know if that's how you started right off the bat, like I'm going to make a list of all the people I know and, and then who might know who. But from that very first call through the logistics business, did you, did you have to make a bunch of calls? Was there any struggles? I mean, like, how did you continue there with were, your vision? There were virtually no struggles. Most wow. people simply don't realize how important relationships are and how many that we have and how many that we pass by without thinking of their importance. So I find there are two basic questions that you should ask everybody when you're trying to be a salesperson and sell your products and services. Okay. One is, how can I support the growth of your company? Mm -hmm. And the second one is, who do I know that would be good for you to meet that could help support the growth of that company? Okay. What those two questions do is they play a tremendously important role in the change of your relationship with the person you're talking to. Okay. Take you away from being a salesman and they put you into being a partner. 
and a person and just a, a, a person that, that, like you said, you're, you're being human and you're being a little bit vulnerable and you're, you're just doing a good deed that hopefully will turn into something productive, like money and whatnot. But if you're doing something like from that, from your heart, and you think, oh, they're going to help each other. You, it's really hard to go wrong. So that was kind of your experience. That was my final kind of single moment where I realized that I didn't want to be a salesperson. Uh -huh. I wanted to be a partner and I wanted to change the relationship with the person that I was meeting and talking to. I fortunately got into the right office, mm -hmm. into the decision maker, the president and the owner of a company. Uh -huh. And let me ask you something. What do you think the most important thing that a president or owner of a company goes to bed with every night and wakes up with every morning? Am I going to stay in business? Am I going to grow my company? Am yes. And go stay and keep my business perpetuating and become more important to more people. And how am I going to do that? Hey, I'm proud. Hey, for someone who's not really in business very much, except for my own private practice, I'm proud that I got that answer pretty correct. So go ahead. Just a sidebar again. So the one other thing that I learned, that I think I'd like to pass on. Please. To your, with your ability and, and allowance is that you never know. Mm. You never know. You meet somebody, you True. never know where it's going to take you, how it's going to get you there, and what it's going to produce in growing your business. But you know one thing for sure. If you pay it forward and you try to be that partner instead of a salesperson, you'll always get a chance to sell your commodity, your service, your product. But when you ask to help somebody, you change the mood of the conversation and you make yourself a partner and partnerships grow. A hundred percent. So did you, as you've been doing, how long have you been doing this now with the connect? Cause you call yourself now a connector. I think I've been connecting for years. I started Mori Connect approximately three years ago okay. as a opportunity for people to join and to get to meet the people that they wanted to meet out of the over 9,200 presidents and owners that I've interviewed in the mm. last 40 years. And by the way, congratulations on your book. That'll be something I'd want to read. It sounds like it'd be amazing because to me, this is not just about business. This is about human dynamics and just being a, a good person. So on the inside, as you've been doing this, because I, I would agree when I asked you how long you've been connecting, I realized in my head, you've been connecting your whole life because that's really part of who you are, Maury. So love that already about you and even the hardly even know you. So have you always felt this on the inside? Like I, I, my relationships are important to me and, and I nurture them, not just for business, but just in life or. You know, as a young kid, I can remember my dad saying to me, Maury, it's not what you know, it's who you know mm -hmm. about the relationships that you grow. And most of us forget that simple lesson in life mm -hmm. transfer to business. Mm -hmm. It's the opportunity of taking advantage of everybody we meet. So I'm not like a lot of my friends. When I meet somebody, the first thought in my mind is, how can I help them? Oh, so nice. Very, within a very short period of time in a new conversation, we all get along and get around to that question about, well, what do you do for a living? Of course. So as soon as you tell me what you do for a living, my mind starts thinking about who would Janice like to meet? Oh. Important for her to meet to help grow her business. Mm -hmm. You start doing that, you've changed the way you're going to live your business life. Mm -hmm. 
exactly. So, and in your, like, if you care to share, like in your interpersonal relationships, like let's say you just met someone for coffee and they had another friend with them and you're just chit-chatting, would it be the same thing? Like I'm talking to them and I wonder how I can help them separate from business. Like maybe they need a recommendation for a doctor or like, is that in your mind, like throughout your life or is it just? I, I think that, you know, I do concentrate my efforts in helping people grow their business. Okay. That, you know, I'm reluctant to listen to the person that's looking for a new job, that's in transition, okay. that has a specific need in the insurance world or the transportation world. Mm -hmm. It does mean that I'm always thinking about that person. And I don't want you to think that this is 100% altruistic. Mm -hmm. It is not. It is <laughs> I understand that when you give forward, you have a hope and an expectation that something's going to come back. Mm -hmm. That's capitalism. Mm -hmm. Even capitalism, and I'm not ashamed of hoping that that helps grow my business. Mm -hmm. Listen, all of that is fine. But the truth of the matter is, you know, I don't think that life, my own opinion, is black and white. I think we can do things for altruistic reasons that also we wouldn't mind if we made a few bucks on the other side. I'm all about abundance. I think there's lots of abundance in the world of love, of money, of career, you know, but we have to put our time in, which you, you're doing. I mean, you've, you've worked your whole life and you made a, it feels like you made a more conscious shift somewhere in the last 10, 15 years. Like I, yes, I still want to be successful in my career and in my new business, et cetera, but I really want to help. And I want to pay that forward, which to me, I agree with you, changes the dynamic of how one thinks, both professionally and personally, I would imagine. Yeah, Maury, Maury Connect became a tool for me to, okay. to allow an exclusive membership at the president-owner level. And by the way, the reason I, I choose presidents and owners and CEOs is not because I'm a snob. <laughs> most organizations, the people most concerned with the growth of their company are the decision people. Right who own the company mm -hmm. so concentrate on that group of people and i concentrate on making introductions for them that give them opportunities they couldn't get any other way mm -hmm. you know in the business development world a lot of times you hire people hoping they're going to be able to get you into the top positions mm -hmm. always happen for a couple reasons number re number one they don't have a network that allows them to pay it forward okay Two, they're not always equipped to be able to talk at the president owner level and have a meaningful conversation that can end up in business. Mm -hmm. It's for me, at least, it's turned out to be an excellent way to help develop and make people understand the worth of the people they know. Again, love it. So like right now, when you say you have a new business and it's called Mori Connect, you have an actual like website or like what, how do people find you? Like if you want to help them connect. So I do have a website. Um, there are, thank God, a lot of great testimonials on that website. Lovely. Who I've been able to help over the years. Uh huh. Uh, I do do a lot of promotional work in terms of seminars and oh. Zoom. I am the host of a luncheon uh, that I try to host for 20 to 25 presidents every month. Uh, where I bring people together so that in a social atmosphere, they can learn about each other. Nice. Become a little more humanistic in terms of how they feel. I love the humanistic touch, of course. You know I do. I try six times a year to hold dinners for 12 to 15 presidents where I ask them to bring their partners or spouses together 
again, giving them an opportunity to do something on a social level, uh-huh. I think changes in many respects, the kind of relationships. Definitely. So during all this COVID, did you do this through Zoom or did you have to take a break or? Well, I kept my business going, thank God. Mm-hmm. I was officing at the Wrigley Building. I was in, ending up with about eight, 15 to 18 meetings every week. Okay. Wonderful. And those were precipitated by the people who I was helping meet the people they needed to meet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the COVID came. I, of course, reverted to Zoom. Yes. I would tell you that my meetings went down by three to five people a week. And I found that one of the biggest problems with Zoom meetings is building trust. Mm-hmm. Well, there's an automatic relationship that takes place when you're site to site, person to person, getting to Definitely. relate and forth. Uh, Zoom, uh, to some extent, limits that. But I think that the natural tendencies and honesty of people comes through no matter what medium you're using. I would agree with that. I mean, again, we're, you know, we're kind of zooming right now, um, but I can see what a genuine person you are and how much you care and how passionate you are about getting people together in such a good and positive way. So if you were going to give any advice to anyone personally or professionally, um, like, you know, you get an idea in your head because you had this idea um, in your case, it sounds like it really wasn't a huge struggle, but for some people, they get an idea in their head and it's a great idea, but they might have to have some challenges. Any, any, I don't know, any advice that you would give somebody who's like got an idea and, and it has to do with paying it forward, particularly and being a good person and any recommendations or thoughts? I think it starts when you're a young entrepreneur getting into business and you start to understand the importance of building that network. Mm-hmm people that you know, the associates you have, the alumni that you're graduating with, the organizations that you belong to, and understanding that as those people grow and you grow, they're going to have extremely important connections that they can help you with. The trick is, how do you support their wanting to do that? Mm -hmm. And of course, is paying it forward. Mm -hmm. Thing out being the giver and hoping that it works out and that you become uh, a user of those abilities as time goes on. So most people I wish would understand how important it is to build relationships, even when they're young and continue mm-hmm. to build those relationships. And when you meet somebody, say to yourself, how can I help this person? Oh. Who I know that would make a difference in this person's life. And can I easily make that introduction? What a phenomenal, phenomenal attitude. So let me ask you, this just popped in my head um, before we kind of wind down, but um, I'm sure there are times where you've done this, where you've, you know, been the, you know, you're in your head, you're thinking, how can I give, how can I pay it forward? Has there been a time where it hasn't, either they haven't done their end or you were kind of disappointed with what transpired? And if so, how did you handle that? Yeah, well, you, you hit a really good point. I'm happy you brought it up. And that is that there's always going to be some disappointments. Yep. There's always going to be some people who don't get it, who don't understand, who don't have a network, mm-hmm. people at the right level, the decision-making level. And you have to understand that that's just going to happen. What you really get to do is you get to take advantage of human nature. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of the fact that people do want to help you grow and that people understand the value of your putting yourself forward first. So uh, it's been a it's been a lesson. 
Mm -hmm. I continue to learn from that lesson. Uh, I continue to understand that the people at the top are much more generous than you think, are much more willing to help. Don't get opportunities very often when people say, say to them, how can I help you grow your company? Mm -hmm. When you're willing to start out with that as the impetus of growing business, and you let them know that you're there to help and support them, mm -hmm. I think you make yourself into a very different kind of businessman, woman, or person. I would agree. Well, first of all, you're all you're being already, to me, open-hearted, which is right there and then you're following kind of like that's what we're supposed to do is treat each other with love and kindness and compassion, et cetera, whether it's again, personal or, you know, professional. Um, but I love what you're saying, which is that there's gonna, there might be disappointments or there might be whatever, but you don't, from what I'm hearing, you're saying you don't stop. So maybe that person wasn't available that day, but maybe a year later you might think, aha, now I met whatever Sarah and she actually, I remember when I met Joe and I think those two, even though Joe wasn't helpful before, might be helpful now, or maybe Sarah is going to help Joe. You just, I, I love that, that you just never know. And you don't, from what I'm hearing, even if someone has disappointed you, you don't necessarily close the door because what you said earlier, you don't know what may be happening down the, down the way a little bit. Janice, I think you've hit so many different important parts of, of the kind of commitment that I have what I've learned over the years are that people are good. Yes. People do want to do nice things back. People understand the value of being introduced to somebody that they could never get to mm -hmm. for your introduction. And you know what? Most people want to keep getting those introductions. Exactly. Oh, no, no. You're amazing. So would you say that, you know, especially at this stage of your life, you feel you're doing, you know, what, what your purpose is? And do you feel like a like, it seems like you're still enjoying it and you still love doing it. Yeah, it's uh, it's been fun every single day. Wonderful. I wake up any morning without positively thinking about who I'm going to meet, who I'm going to pay it forward to. And I keep growing. The most important thing is I keep growing the people that I know, the presidents and the owners, so that I have more and more ammunition every single day for the people that I want to help. That's the most exciting part. The most exciting part is meeting such incredible people. That's been the reward, if there is one, uh, to Maury Connect. First of all, what a pleasure it has been to get to know you. And it, basically, you're kind of saying what I've been saying here during my entire however many episodes I've done is that when you are doing something that you love and you wake up in the morning and you feel excited, like you're saying, and every day you feel like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen today. And in your case, who am I going to meet? Who am I going to connect? You kind of know you're on your right path and you're and you're doing it the pay it forward concept you have no idea you don't know me like that is my mantra i mean i just love that and um you can't go wrong so thank you so much for sharing your many many years of experience um and wisdom and keep it up i love it you're on the right path here in my opinion um thank you so much noah thank you so much uh, it's been a great opportunity, and I appreciate every second of it. Oh, well, we love it. I always end every podcast with a quote. So this is what I, and I never know exactly what we're going to talk about, but I knew there was something about connection. So this is what I, I found for today. So it's about spirituality, even though we're talking about business, but hopefully this will resonate. Um, spirituality is recognizing and celebrating that we are all inextricable connected to each other by a power sometimes greater than all of us and that our connection to that power and to one another is grounded in love and compassion 
So practicing spirituality brings a sense of perspective, meaning, and purpose to our lives. So I think that sort of fits. That was by Brene Brown, who's one of my favorite people who talks about vulnerability and shame. And, you know, she's like, has her own podcast, much more famous than I am, but that's okay. She's, she's terrific. So um, again, thank you so much. Um, and to all of our listeners, hope you enjoyed this and that you too will pay it forward. I'm Janice Alpert, and hopefully you're living your life with purpose and maybe on purpose. And until next time, bye-bye. 